Hello there, Lauren. How are you? Awesome. How are you? Uh, well, I'd say good. <laughs> I wouldn't say awesome. I'm not okay. I'm just trying to be positive, okay? Yeah. Uh, but it's busy. It's busy. It's the season. To yeah. Be positive. Um, a lot of uh, big stories kind of coming out today. We'll start. Yeah. I, I don't want to spend too much time on this because uh, you know we've got a set date now on the uh, Alex Manassian trial. Right. It'll be February of 2020. We also have a date for the Bruce MacArthur trial. It's also have a set 2020. date. 2020. Yep. yep. So 2020, I think, will be the year. I'm gonna have to ask for some time off because I want to cover both of those trials. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let me, but those are two I, I would like to cover. It'll be uh, interesting, by the way. You know, there's trial date set, but yep. of course, we'll be, it'll be as we approach it whether or not either of them or actually go to trial. Actually, go to trial once once it's all said and done, or whether or not by then there'll be some sort of plea agreement. So, what's your I, gut telling you? What's that? What's your gut telling you? I, my gut's telling me that there will be some kind of plea. Yeah. I mean, well, based on what we know, but as you know, in the world of of law and everything, a lot of times people don't like to talk and tell you things, so we don't know. But, um, yeah, I think, like, when you're talking about the Manassian, they're talking about a three-month trial, uh, Bruce MacArthur, same thing. And, hey, listen, everybody has their – sometimes what happens, Alex, in these cases with first-degree murder – it's not an issue, and I'm, you know, we're just speaking hypothetically here. We better make sure everybody knows that because we don't know anything that's in the disclosure or you know, all the presumptions of innocence that we have to underline. However, you know, you got first-degree murder, and sometimes in plea negotiations, you're looking for a, um, uh, a, an agreement with the Crown to a plea to, let's say, second-degree murder. Crown may say no, and then you're actually running a trial based on whether or not, say, first- or second-degree murder. So... You know, it's we don't know, but yeah, that's all set. Twenty twenty is going to be a potentially very busy year at three sixty one University. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see uh, what courtrooms they go into because it'll be a massive amount of media coverage. But yep. you know, this case is interesting uh, for the victims, uh, certainly the Manassian case, because if this had been ruled an accident, yeah, the victims would have had access to insurance and benefits. But because it's been ruled deliberate. His insurance does not necessarily have to pay out, and that's a problem. That is a problem because, of course, victims' families and and victims have filed lawsuits, and normally, as you say, um, the insurance company takes over the case. That's why we all have insurance Mm -hmm. um, covered for over a million dollars of liability. But, yeah, when there's all these exclusions in insurance policies, and uh, that's going to be a huge problem, 100%. Yeah, and – Civilly, I'm not sure what there is to go after either, but this story has not even remotely started to play itself out in the courts. I wanted to talk to you. I was actually thinking, I thought about about you a lot yesterday there, Lauren, when I heard this headline was the uh, York Region Cops uh, naming and shaming people. So anyone charged with drunk driving uh, every Monday, you know, they'll put up a list, uh, you know, with the names, age, and the charge of the accused. They truly see this um, as, you know, a way to finally maybe crack down on, on drinking well, and driving. Alex, let's, 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 let's be honest here. Um, f- from my very, very first days when I held a city TV microphone way back at the beginning of time in the early 80s. <laughs> the, when your mustache was much thicker mustache, and your hair was much hair bigger. <laughs> and the rest of it, but the story was yeah, the same. Yeah. It was exactly the same. Yeah. People were drinking and driving. People were getting killed or injured. And, and MAD hadn't even formed yet. There, you know, The ride program was just beginning. And, everybody, and we are in the exact 
same place. We've got story after story, Marco Musso's story a year ago, tragedy, nobody. So you know what? I don't know if it's going to work. My gut tells me, speaking of gut, that it's not going to work. But you know what? Let them go for it. Interesting. And any deterrent, any de- if, if it acts as a deterrent, if you're really worried about that, but you know what the problem is, yep. Alex? It's, it's not, again, that's like a punishment, and it's not the severity of punishment. It's the certainty of punishment, and really the only thing that's going to work is the impossible, and that is having ride trucks at every corner. Uh, you know, or the, putting technology the, in cor- cars for people to blow into. But here's yeah. what, here's what I, I thought would be a problematic, and there's a few things. A, privacy issues. B, um, Where's the privacy? Well, because you're putting someone's name and information out there. For what? You, well, we, they, I'm sure there's some... I'm, gets char- hey, hey, Alex, once somebody gets charged with any crime, mm-hmm. police can put their name... They somebody, don't, though, Lauren, you know that. Like when Justin Bieber got charged yep. with, with a simple assault... His name was out. You, they can publish anybody's name once they get charged. Sure. But, again, um, you and I know that down in the United States, hell, they put everything up. They'll walk people to give you a shot of them. We're, we're much more private here, and we don't necessarily put the information right up front and center. Okay, so then what happens with, um, you know, groups that are in kangaroo groups? Like, there'll, there'll be some, uh, you know, human rights group that says, oh, no, 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 we can't do it this way. Or there'll be a lawyer that says, look— my client doesn't uh, has been kind of presumed guilty and char- you know he's been charged and convicted in the court of Every public opinion. Per- nobody has the presumption uh, a reasonable apprehension of privacy uh, when they're when they've been charged. Anybody's name can go out there once they're charged, and all this is you see see the police haven't done this because yeah. they for whatever reason they've exercised their discretion. Nobody says when somebody's charged they have to be named, and and the press release goes out. But there's nothing wrong in law with that happening. Now, somebody can argue that it's bad form for the police, it's, it's vindictive, uh, it's malicious, but I think what the police are doing, and I understand that they're saying, well, maybe, maybe, uh, by some chance, this will be the deterrent. Because certainly penalties aren't the deterrent. Nobody cares about that. Losing your license for a year if you get convicted and knowing that doesn't matter. So maybe, maybe this will work. And I understand the desperation, but I don't think if anybody out there says, well, that's a breach of privacy, sorry, you're not, there's, you have no privacy. When you're charged, you can be named. And yep. people do get named. They do indeed. Uh, let's talk a little bit about a story that, I mean, this story confound, is confounding. This is a story of um, Niagara, two Niagara police officers. One gets shot a number of times. It's never happened in this country. I mean, if it, it has, I can't in even... in any country? Uh, well, I'm sure it has in Venezuela. Or I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, in, well, it has not happened in Ontario. Even, I know that. Even when we look at our crazy neighbors <laughs> south of the border, I, I couldn't remember that ever happening. No, but ha- then the chief, Brian McCullough, is talking, saying, you know, I'd like to know what happened, too, because I'm in in the dark just like everyone else. Right. How could he possibly be in the dark? The the man laying in a hospital bed who was shot has a number of convictions under the Police right. Services Act. Right. He's got a long list of punishments for conduct, uh, you know, allegations of using too much force. How did the, the chief not know there was a problem? Well, yeah, and 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 you know what 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 this story is, you know, it, is so indicative of Alex, and we see it in all of these stories is is little information coming out. I hate it. The yeah, I hate it. I hate the shield of blue. Yeah, the S. No, no, no. But the SIU really keeps it I know. under wraps. And 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 you know what the um, 
the rationale has always been in the past. Well, we, we you know, we want to protect the, the the investigation, and you know, we don't want to do certain things, and and that's understandable. There is sometimes where it makes sense where when the police go, we can't give you the information. For example, if there's something that only a suspect would know, right. they don't want to put that, and that makes sense. It's an investigative reason, but in a case where two police officers are apparently in a fight and one broad daylight and shoots the other. And there's 17 witness officers (laughs) that are being like, what is the reason why we can't have all the information that's there? Now we're not saying they're drawing the conclusion hiding behind this. Well, you know, it's uh, uh, it's an early stages. Well, okay. Tell us what you know. And I agree with you. They are so transparent in the United States on right. information like this. We are actually moving away from it. I mean, I was wondering today, we still don't know what the hell happened on the Danforth, and no one's asking. Yes. Well, <laughs> what the oh, hell is going on? You and I could talk an hour about that. Yeah. That completely has gone off the radar. And it shouldn't. It's a massive, sh- it's a massive, massive story. Right. And and why is that? And 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 I, I you know I have got my own ideas oh, as to why ideas. that is, and I don't want to get into all of that now. But <laughs> oh, I've but, got my ideas too, there, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, no, I, we may have the same ideas. I'm pretty sure we do. <laughs> um, but but there's yes, and it, that's troublesome. And and one of the rationales has always been well, a case is before the court. Nonsense. You know, we want we don't want to taint a potential jury. Nonsense. You know what? There's no research that backs that up. That's that's the guy's all, dead. That no smoke and mirrors. People say, "Well, I have a gut reaction." You know, if it's out there, no. We have a lot of uh, safeguards in our system. 100%. We need the information, and it should be out there. And hiding behind this, well, you know, it's uh, uh, we can't really say much right now. Sometimes, as I say, it's it's justified. Most of the time, like right now, we should be hearing a lot more about what happened in Niagara. Absolutely. I mean, look. Unless it's a national security crisis, which this isn't, and neither is uh, is Danforth, right. uh, to my knowledge, um, you know, we should know because this just breeds mistrust. And frankly, I mean, I just don't. I, again, I don't, we seem to just kind of be taking this in the media, where it's like we've well, just like, accepted yeah, okay, that we're told not really, to. Okay, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Let's move on. Oh, police won't give us any, no oh, problem. Okay. No and you know what's here. happening today, mm-hmm. that, and, and, and give credit to lots of actually good reporters out there right yeah. now, yeah. like uh, Sam Pisano, our friend from the Toronto Sun, got yeah. a lot of great information in what happened in Niagara. You know, he went out, got, got the... But that shouldn't be it. That no. should be coming out. Absolutely, because yeah. then you get the speculation and the possibility to put wrong information out there. But again, it's right. all available in the courts. They know we'll find it eventually. They're better off putting it out and writing their own headline right. than and letting stop us... Stop worrying yeah. about how the how a potential jury uh, nine years down the road will be tainted because of the information now. It's not going to happen. Juries don't get tainted. That's all uh, gobbledygook that has never been proven. Right. Juries are able to, to listen to cases and, and, and apply the law to the facts. But I don't know. I think that until somebody finally says, you've got to change the legislation and say to, to groups like the SIU, you are allowed to do this. You can do this now. You can give the information. A police officer shooting another police <laughs> officer, unheard of, what happened? Well, not to mention police officer who had that kind of track record. What the hell was that guy doing being a cop? I mean, honestly, apparently he was a danger to his own cops 
and yeah, he was well, a we danger. Don't, well, we don't know that again, you're, you're basing that on speculation. On what people have been able to find right. through checking records, disciplinary records. Yeah. That shouldn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. The correct. If you see, we see what happens there, mm-hmm. Alex. There's the danger. Everybody sort of has little bits of information about this person, and we don't really know. We don't really know what the situation is uh, with any degree of certainty, and that's why. It's, it's important for the police to be in front of this, for the SIU to be in front of it and providing the information. If I ever run in politics, which will be never, ever, ever, ever. Oh, no, you should. I would change. No, are you kidding? I'd be a terrible politician. But I would change that. <laughs> I would you'd change that. You'd be good. Uh, yeah. You know, no, you'd, I think we both know I would. people upset, but you'd of be Of course good. I would. <laughs> no, thanks. All right. I got to leave it there because okay, I'm a we'll late. talk soon. Thank you, sir. That is Lauren Honickman, uh, Global News Radio legal expert. If you ever need... A good lawyer. He's at btzlaw.ca. Do we say btz or btz? I say z. I say z too because it's, well, it rhymes. It's more fun. Some people get cranky. They want to call it zed. Well, they probably also listen to Santa Baby and get offended. You're on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.